It's time for episode four of the Squaring Up the Sharp podcast presented by The Link. I'm Max Carroll. I'm joined by Austin Weinrich, and we are on to week four of the NFL season. Before we get started, real quick, make sure to check out the website, lynqsports.com, linksports.com, for all of your football betting baseball as the season comes to an end anything betting sports wise there are some good opinion pieces on there make sure to check it out that's lynqsports.com and uh, i'm joined here like i said by austin weinrich co-host and uh how'd you how'd you do week four i think we both uh, had some trouble here yeah it was a tough week for both of us here but uh worse for me yeah overall <laughs> which just seems to be the theme as we're going through and i'm hoping after you know, a quarter of the season goes by, things start to uh, kind of shape out a little differently for me. But uh, what do we have for um, our overall records on our on our full full picks for for week three? Our full picks. You know, we like to pick every game here every week. Uh, Max, you went four and twelve. Yes. <laughs> but uh, surprisingly, on your locks, you were uh, two and one. So that's <laughs> that's what that's what matters. We're making a comeback there. And then I went seven and nine, but I was one and two on my locks. Okay. So overall, with the locks, um, we have I think David, who is a uh, contributor. contributor on the link, he took over first place. He went three and zero oh this week, and he is now se- seven and two, or no? Uh, yeah, seven and two. Seven and two over, through three weeks, and then uh, because of your one and two week this week, you're at six and three. We have Trent. He's at five and four. What did he do this week? He went, he went one and two. One and two as well. And then I actually you went came in one. second this week at two and one, so I'll take what I can get, but I'm still at two and seven on the year. So <laughs> the those, first two wins of the season yep, for Max. There you go. It's better better late than never. But um You still so lost the head to head matchup with me. I did. <laughs> I did. And uh like we mentioned that that punishment will be coming <laughs> soon. Uh, we have not forgotten about that. I know you won't forget about that, so We'll keep that in mind as we go forward, but uh, it was a it was a tough week overall. A lot of kind of weird games. Yeah, it was um the week of the I guess you could call it backup quarterbacks. Six of them started. They went three and three. But yeah, I was on I was actually on Kyle Allen this week. I had yes. I had, played a little daily fantasy. I had him going, and he uh, looked like he might actually be better than Cam mm-hmm. Newton at this point. But um yeah, I mean we had. Uh, we had some some good games, but some surprising outcomes for the most part. Um, I mean, you had Tennessee to start off the week. Just yeah, an ugly I mean, Thursday night, really another know. ugly Thursday night game. Yeah, and at at this point, I mean, do we really know mm-hmm. what we're getting from Tennessee? Uh, we kind of do, but we kind of don't at the same time because you know, week one they look fantastic, week two and week three they just look mediocre, like they just don't know what's going on, and. Um, it's it's kind of frustrating, and that was a, you know we'll just jump right into week three with our recaps, but you know we'll start off with that game because it was a Thursday night game. But as you said, just another crappy game. Yeah, the the refs. It did look like Tennessee didn't prepare at all for this game. Yeah, they just kind of were like, eh, we'll just show up and we'll play our game, and then you know Gardner Minshew the second comes mm-hmm. out and hits you with two quick touchdowns, and you don't really know where to go from there because they're not the team they're not made to come from behind Nah, Tennessee cannot throw the ball when they need to and that's why until they get another quarterback they're they're gonna you know they might make the playoffs but again they'll they'll be out first round because they don't have good quarterback play 
I don't know. Sooner or later, we're going to see Tannehill this season. I just wonder when they're going to make the change. I think I think we'll see him too because he's not your typical backup. He's had years of experience starting, and he might give them a little bit. Of, you know, he's he's mobile too. He's a he mobile lets them run the same offense that Mariota runs, so yeah. it's not changing the offense at all. And he he's, you know, I'm not I don't have his career numbers off the top of my head, but I mean it's not it's not really to me it's not a drop off from no. Mariota based on what we've seen. So far this year, how could it be a drop off? Because Mariota's just been awful. Well, now you see why Tennessee didn't pick up in his fifth year option. Yeah, <laughs> and we kind of, you know, I think we actually tweeted it out on Thursday, just how you know, simply put, Mariota <laughs> is awful, and uh, that's going to be their Achilles heel. Their defense is solid. Their run game is one of the best in the league when it's on. It's just a matter of getting decent quarterback play, decent enough to... to Force them not to have eight men in the box. Exactly. Because Derrick Henry's a load, but if you're <laughs> loading up, if you have eight men in the box consistently, you know, you have to be able to throw the ball. And right now, they're just not <laughs> able to do that. That's that's the bottom line. That was my, you know, that was my takeaway from that game is, you know, both... And we talked about this last week. The AFC South is just... They're tough games when they play each other. It's just kind of up for grabs. And the, I, this, what happened Thursday night, you mentioned all the flags. You know, what happened Saturday? <laughs> then, they, then they have a conference call, and they say, we got to do something about this. We got to stop holding, holding so much. And, and you know what? What did they drop? How much percentage? Uh, 64%. <laughs> Uh, was the drop-off. Yes. I think there were 179 holding calls in week two, and week three there was like 104 or something like that, where it just significant drop-off. And I believe, to be honest, we have Tom Brady to thank for that. Yeah, the Tom Brady tweet. Because he kind of put the uh, NFL on notice there and said he's even shut the game <laughs> off. So uh, thank you, Tom Brady, for doing that. But... Uh, I don't really have anything else to say about this game. It was a crappy game. Yeah, there's not much to say. Uh, I don't think you can get much from this game. You know, we'll give a little credit to Minshew because... He's, he's the hot he's, topic he's, right he's, now. Yeah, and he's holding his own. He's got that mustache. The 70 porn good. star look. Yeah, he's, you know, he's he's all about it right now. And everybody in Jacksonville loves him. So, you know, hopefully he can keep it up and become kind of a, a nice little story uh, through, through 2019. But, uh... All right, so let's move on to the Sunday games now. We'll start off with let's start off with the Raiders and the Vikings. This was in Minneapolis. Yeah, um, I think what you can take from this is if the Vikings get a, the lead, they're a great team. When they have to play from behind, watch out. They are bad. It's kind of the same story as the Titans yeah. a little bit. <laughs> where they have, I think they're averaging... Going into week three, they were they were averaging 185 rushing yards a game. Dalvin Cook is just off the charts right now. He's some of the highlights. He's like he looks like Barry Sanders out there, to be honest. Yeah, hey, went for another 110 on 16 carries last week. Yeah, that's like uh, you know what is that? That's like seven. That's six point nine. Six say yeah, seven yards a carry basically, and um, you know yeah, like you said, they get ahead, they're good. They're playing from behind. Can Kirk Cousins bring them back? I don't have faith I haven't in seen Cousins. It yet. And they're doing it in a weird way right now, where they're not throwing really for for any yardage at all. No, I don't. I what was it week one on a win he threw for ninety eight yards. Yeah. Um, 
a week two loss. He threw for like 162. Yeah, the Packers defense is good. And, and then against the Raiders, he only threw 174. So he's been under <laughs> he's been under 175 all three games so far. Which if that's the way you're gonna play, that's the way you're gonna play. But as you get against better farther, competition, yeah, as you get against better defenses, when you get into the playoffs, if they do make the playoffs, they're gonna struggle just like the Titans, in my opinion. But big win for them. Uh, I had the Raiders. You had the Vikings. You know, I. I pictured a backdoor cover here because the line was, I think it was plus eight or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, it was eight. You know, I pictured a backdoor cover just because, you know, as the, as the game goes on, if the Vikings have the lead, they don't really keep their foot on the gas pedal, but the Raiders just couldn't stop Cook. So that was the difference in that one. Uh, 34-14 was the final. Uh, the next game here, this was, to me, this was either the most or one of the most exciting games of the week and that was the Ravens going into uh, Kansas, Kansas City. City so what were your what were your thoughts on this one uh, Kansas City might be the best team in the NFL they might be on offense at least I'm kind of going to take a different take here I, I looked at the fact that the Ravens were able to fight back like that's to me that's what they weren't able to do last year with Lamar Jackson. But the fact that they were able to come back in this game and at least make it interesting, because they were down at one point. What was the score at halftime? I mean, it was... Uh, 23 to 6. It's 23 to 6 at halftime. And then they come out and, and score three touchdowns in the second half and only give up 10 points against the Chiefs offense. That is historic. I think Mahomes is averaging 400 yards a game. <laughs> He's on pace for over 6,000 yards through three weeks. And I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. He's going to be the guy to do it if anyone's going to do it. So, Just looking at the second quarter, I think once Andy Reid gets a quarter to look at the adjustments to make, they put up another 23 in the so second the last, quarter. So the last two games combined, 23 and 20, so 51 to 0 yes. is the second <laughs> quarter for them. So, yeah, I mean... That's been Andy Reid's thing. Once he kind of figures out how to get you, he'll he'll exploit it, and it's going to cause problems for you. I agree. I think the Chiefs are the best team, or let's yeah uh, until they beat the Patriots. Uh, you know, the AFC to me is is it's pretty top race. heavy. It's a top, it's yeah. top heavy right now. Uh, you have the Chiefs, the Patriots, and. Like I said, I think the Ravens can be dangerous, but they're not I, I on think the they're same level. Below. Yeah, they're not on the same level, like you said. Um, but that was a good game. It was exciting. Very great game. Um, I think we both. Did you take the Chiefs? No, we both took Baltimore. Okay, so we were, you know, we were both on that at game. halftime. We were a little bit like, hey, it's going to be a problem, but uh, the Ravens definitely held their own in the second half and almost. How do you uh, feel about the three two-point conversions the Ravens tried and they went zero for three? You know. I don't remember exactly when they were in the game, but... On the first score, and then I think they had to go for two in the fourth quarter. The, the thing is, if you look at the final score and they just kick the... Then you're within a field goal. You know, a field goal wins it for you. And they have the best kicker in the game. So how... You know, what What are you talking about range-wise? To me, like I said, the first one doesn't really make any sense. I don't like it. I don't remember exactly when the, the second two were, if they felt like they, you know, 
they needed a, they needed the two point conversion at the end of the game to make it a three point game. So I get that one. I don't remember mm-hmm. when that middle one was, but um, I think that maybe a little bit of mismatch. I think that Chiefs offense just makes other opposing head coaches freak out a little bit, saying, "Yeah, we need to put up as much points as possible." Yeah, uh, you could see that. So it changes their game plan. You, I mean, we've seen that before. Teams going for it on fourth down early in the game because they just want to get off to a good start and not not get down early. Teams like the Patriots and the Chiefs, they'll, they're going to make you do that. So, um, But that was, that was a good game. Uh, another good game following that one up was the Falcons at Indy. Um, final score was 27-24. You've been on the Colts all year long. I have not been... You've been right, so... Yeah, the Colts are 3-0 and against the spread this season, so yeah. that is something to watch. Percent uh, looks like the real deal. Yeah, I think at one point he was like 16 for 16. Yeah, and... Uh, the Falcons know, just look bad on defense. I, which, I know we talked about this on Sunday, but it's, it's a little surprising because of, you know, Dan Quinn and what he brought over from Seattle, and I just, I, I'm disappointed in him and I I would be surprised if he makes it past this year. I don't even know if he'll make it through this year. I, I if we get to if, I don't know when their bye week is, but if they get to the bye week and you know the, the again, the division is still a little muddled there. You know, so maybe you give him a little bit more of a leash because the division is so tight. But Well, you have two quarterbacks injured in that division. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you give him a little bit more of a leash because of that, but... You'd have uh, to say Matt Ryan's probably the best quarterback in that division right now. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> the other options are Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, <laughs> and Winston, who completely blew it for them uh, this past week. But, I mean, well, he did give him a chance to win mm-hmm. at the end, but still. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the division's up for grabs, so maybe give him a little bit longer of a leash, but... I would would I be surprised if he was fired halfway through the year? No, because he has not been since they went to the Super Bowl and and just really, you know, screwed, screwed that up. The twenty eight to three. Yeah, since they've done that, he has not been good. No, he's not been good. I mean, my key takeaway was the Colts lost T. Y. Hilton in this game and Malik Hooker. Those are going to be big yeah. injuries going forward for them. Yeah, and both are looking week to week. You know, it's going to be with Brissett without Hilton. I think that's why the Falcons were able to even make this a game. Yeah, because he left in, what, the third? He caught that touchdown pass, and then he he immediately mm-hmm. said, I have to, yeah, you know, he gave the out. ball to the ref, and he just started walking mm-hmm. to the locker room because he knew he pulled something there. It is What is his name? Uh, uh, squad. Squad, yeah, okay. So uh, we'll, keep, we'll have to keep an eye on that, but if he misses an extended period of time, then... I mean, you're talking about Brissett having to do even more, and it's hard to imagine him being able to do that because he's been so good the first three weeks. Um, so that'll, that'll be interesting to see. But Colts off to a good start, 2-1. and one. I didn't think that they'd be where they are now with the Andrew Luck. But you kind of called it in the beginning of the year. Maybe they use it as a rallying yeah. you know, thing that they're going to they're I mean, it could have gone either way, but it seems like Frank Reich, the head coach, has used it as a rallying cry for the team. Yeah. Which I uh, could definitely see that. Uh, on to the uh, Patriots, who hosted the Jets. Uh, Patriots f- finished that one out 30-14. to 14. 
I think you had them with the spread. We both had the Patriots with the spread. In the in the locks, you took them with the spread, though. Yes. And that pick six. Stinton screwed me. Yep. Uh, and he that, screwed Tom Brady too. Tom Brady was pissed. He had to come back yeah, into that game. Yeah. I mean, that's. I didn't really understand that at the time. I mean, I know that the Jets weren't doing anything, but just just run the ball, run the clock out because. I get. I guess they wanted to see what they wanted to see this guy throw the ball a little bit. I guess so, but it ended up costing them, and all the starters had to come back in. Yeah, which uh, it's just a, it's just more trouble than it's worth. They, it's not like they were up by forty. They, uh, you know, they were up three scores. You know, it just it just made things more stressful than they needed to be, and it cost you your one of your locks. Uh, I'm surprised the Patriots only put up thirty. To be honest, I thought <laughs> they would put up. You know the over/under I think was 43 for this one, and we were we were looking at taking that because we thought the Patriots could score 40 plus on their own. Um, so, you know the Jets played hard I guess. They yeah they had the uh, punt return muff for a touchdown. And they didn't the score anything six. on offense. No, their offense didn't move So if you had the Jets' off. defense in fantasy, you, you did okay based on the two defenses. I guarantee you, no one Especially, started the Jets' nah, defense. No, nah, no. Nah, I don't know how you could. That's like uh, that's the that would be the biggest donkey pick ever. But um, yeah, Patriots just keep rolling. Uh, we'll get into their game. I'm not sure off the top of my head who they're playing, but they have the Bills this week. Okay, so two, two three, three no teams. teams. Yeah. yeah, the the division lead is on the line in the uh, AFC East. Uh, really, the only two teams that are gonna have a <laughs> chance at anything. So um, on to the next one here. Not much to talk about here. Cowboys hosted the Dolphins. They won 31-6. to This was one of my locks. I was worried for most of the game. The Cowboys came out sloppy. They like, did. They thought it would be a walkthrough, and the Dolphins showed up for a half. I will say that. Yeah, and uh, Rosen went out with the injury. Fitzpatrick had to come in. And then Rosen came back. And yes. Prescott just looked like he was playing a little lazy to me. He threw, he threw that one really bad pick. Oh, he just had all the time <laughs> in the world, and then he just airmails it. And uh, so, so that was the takeaway for me is that the Cowboys might have the best offensive line yes. in the NFL. Prescott, I mean, it is the Dolphins, but just the amount of time that he had was just—it looked like he was averaging like six seconds. <laughs> yeah, he was just hanging out back there. He had all the time in the world, and um, you know, the the Cowboys—they look like they might mm-hmm. be they they might be one of the top two teams in the uh, NFC. I'm not sure who that other team would be, but. Maybe the Rams, but uh, you know they look like they're the real deal right now, and I would be I would be a little bit a little bit worried going up against them uh, if they can keep playing defense the way they're playing. Yeah, their defense has looked very good this season. Uh, we'll go to the next game here. Another another defense that has played really well is the Packers, and they hosted the Broncos. Ended up winning twenty seven sixteen. I took the Broncos here. You took the Packers. I've been on the Packers all season. This game was close. Uh, For a while. It was a one-score game, and I think Flacco had a chance to to do something at the end. but He's Joe Flacco. Yeah, they weren't able to finish, so they go to 0-3. I think I saw a stat saying that the Broncos' defense doesn't have a takeaway or a sack this season. Really? Yeah. That's... uh... I don't even know what to say about that because that's kind of crazy. To, that's kind of crazy to imagine. Bradley Chubb. Yeah, how is that possible? <laughs> Who's their D coordinator? Because that's 
Is it Vic Fan? I don't know if Vic Fangio's calling the plays. Uh, he, I'm not sure, but maybe. No sacks in game one. He. Um, Let me just double check this. That's no a sacks. fireable offense. <laughs> Even by accident, you should have a sack by now. Yeah. Um, no, nothing in weeks two and three. <laughs> yeah. So that okay. So they're just struggling across the board right now. Um, you know they've been in it. Uh, last week they were in it until the end, and this they week keep it close, but their yeah, defense just, just that's the problem. If you're not get if you're they not have no sacks pressure, on the season. Yeah. So that's insane. I don't know how that's possible, but um, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, it makes me a little bit speechless here. But Packers. You know they've they've kind of had this formula here for the last th- for the first three weeks where they're gonna uh, kind of. I think they rely more on their defense now than yeah, their offense. Yeah, and which is a complete yeah, flip a little, of the script. A little change of pace for them because Rodgers hasn't been fantastic. No, no, he's done special. enough to win the games, and then they rely on the defense, which is uh, looking pretty good right now. And um, going into you know they play Thursday night. And um, you know, let's we'll see if they can keep it rolling. But you know, the Packers atop the division three and zero right now, and kind of in a in a what's the word? Not um not a very uh, spectacular way that they're yeah. going about their wins. So it's not the old school Packers with Rodgers where they're scoring forty five, giving up thirty. Yeah, which I'm I'm not really sure what to think about because Lafleur, the head coach, said we're going to give Rodgers. Mm-hmm kind of the the run of the the offense here where he can call his play so is it Rodgers that's I don't know they had a little offense they had had a little argument a little spat on the sidelines yeah which that's typical Mm -hmm. Rodgers I mean he gets kind of comes off as a you know kind of pretentious yeah he's he's, you know kind of well he doesn't even talk to his family anymore (laughs) yeah all he needs is Danica Patrick and he's good is he still Dana I don't even know I thought I think so I think so I haven't heard any, I haven't heard otherwise, so I'll, I'll assume until I've I've heard otherwise. But um, so yeah, the Packers three and zero, Broncos zero and three, another uh, similar situation. A team goes to three and zero. The Bills, they played the Bengals, who are now zero and three. The Bills ended up winning twenty one seventeen. Another close game. I think I had the Bills. Did we both have the Bills here? Yeah, we're both on the Bills. But minus six. Yeah, minus so, six. And the Bills were looking. They were up fourteen nothing. Bengals come back to tie the game. Did they take the lead at one? Yeah, they were up. They were up 17 Josh Allen had to drive them down to win. Yeah, so again, another team, 3-0. and They haven't really... They haven't really know, beaten anyone either. They, they beat, beat up the on Jets. the Giants, but eh. you know the Jets, they had to come back from 16 down. This one, they blow the lead late in the game. So are the Bills for real? We'll find out this week. You know, Going up against the Patriots. I think their defense is legit. I Yeah, Tredavious White... Had the game ceiling interception. I like him. Yeah, I like he's, him. he's really a good. good. Cor- he's a good corner. Um, but we'll see what they're all about this week. And I know Bills Mafia is going to be amped up for that game. You know, I didn't. I, I've I've heard of them. I didn't know they were that crazy. No, it's it's that, real. That, that video that you sent of them just ju- slamming each other through tables. Oh, they've discovered fireworks now. Now they're lighting uh, off fireworks. There's just nothing to do up there. That's the <laughs> problem. If anybody's ever been to to Western New York. There's just nothing. absolutely nothing, <laughs> and this is what they've decided to do with their with their time. I mean, hey, more power to them. That's why America's great because you can do whatever <laughs> the hell you want. But um, 
that's yeah I saw that video and I'm like well they honored like their super fan I get one of their super fans passed away oh really all during the off season okay and they honored him by at halftime tables? no at halftime oh, they, brought the... him, they brought his family out on the field oh that's how okay. so they take care of each other <laughs> yeah. out there that's you know that's a good family aspect I've been to Rochester and I'll tell you there's like I said there's just nothing it snows that's it yeah, that's all that's, that you get that you get that lake effect <laughs> snow that just comes out of nowhere and then next thing you know there's three feet of snow on the ground so um, but good win for them way to come back and uh, finish strong next game here which uh, you know a I was surprise team for me surprise team yeah. for me Lions end up beating the Eagles in Philadelphia 27-24 um, the Lions defense is better than I thought yeah, uh, Patricia looks out. like he's got them playing. Yeah, which, um, you know... Besides that week one screw-up, they should be 3-0, to be yeah. honest with you. And I did see, I, before the season started, the Lions were some people's picks as kind of like a sleeper team. And uh, I guess that's kind of coming to fruition here because they've been playing well. Uh, I don't know if it, this says more about the Lions or the Eagles. The Eagles are struggling right now. They have some injuries. Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey looks like he's going to be playing this week. Okay. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, I haven't heard anything about yet. It's probably not looking good. You know, they've they've gone with this kind of weird offense where they they deploy like seven different <laughs> running backs. You know, I'm not I'm not sure. You know, Doug Peterson, he's he's an offensive guy, played quarterback in the NFL. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but. There's something going on with the offense there because Wentz has looked okay, but it's just the efficiency. They don't. They just don't seem efficient. They don't. They're not running the ball. They don't score in the first quarter, so they're always coming from behind. Yeah. And um, did you see the video in Philly? Some neighbor's house was burning down, so the guy ran out. I did. Yeah, you saw. I saw that. Saying, He's catching I, babies. I catch babies on like Aguilar yeah. catching. Because <laughs> he didn't <laughs> drop that game-winning touchdown, so. Uh, I would think that was week two, right? Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, at least... Uh, and I did see Aguilar came back. Invited the fans. And to, said, well, I'll give you some tickets. Yeah. Come to the game, which that's being a good sport. But, uh, I mean, the Eagles defense isn't as isn't playing as well as I thought. Well, the um, Lee Jackson injury. That's true. That's true. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, it, 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 as a Giants fan... It's nice. nice because you, you know you have one and two, zero oh and three. Giants are one and two. Cowboys are on a different level right now, but um, kind of gives you a little bit of hope seeing the other team struggle a little bit. And we'll get to the Giants in a couple games here, but before that, uh, Panthers beat up on the Cardinals, thirty-eight twenty. They get their first win uh, behind Kyle Allen, which we yeah. Mentioned. Uh, I was on the Cardinals. I got the Cardinals at plus three and still lost the game. Did I, uh, what did I pick for this one? Did I pick? No, nah, you were on the Cardinals. I was on the Cardinals too. Yeah, because Cam Newton was coming, <laughs> Cam Newton out. I mean. No, this was before Cam Newton was even oh, out. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that just tells you what we think of him then. Um, but yeah, he's, what is his shoulder? Shoulder? No, no, I'm saying Lysic foot injury. So like the top oh, bone of your Liz foot. Liz Frank. Yeah. A weird spelling type thing. Um. That, that could be a problem for him. Yeah, a lot of people need surgery on it. Yeah, so I think, uh, I want to say Peyton Manning had that back in the day. Before, Maybe. before the back thing, he had uh, something like that, but I could, I could be way off on that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Kyle McCaffrey just went off again. Yeah, after a, a dud of week two. 
yeah, they obviously made it more of a, a point point to get him the ball, and especially with the rookie uh, or the first time start. Is he a rookie? I don't think he's a rookie. I think he's. I just... think I don't think he is either. But it was his first start, and he uh, throws four touchdowns. Yeah, he looked so, very good doing it too. Yeah, so I think the you know the Cardinals. They're just gonna they're gonna have one of those seasons where they're gonna be at the top of the draft board again and gonna try to build through the draft. I think. Yeah, which I think a lot of people are surprised with because I don't think their defense is that bad, but without Patrick Peterson, they are. No, I think you. Uh, it's just you know we've talked about this for a couple of weeks, but you, the the decision making for Murray's not there yet, and it's just little things like he rolls out and then. Instead of just throwing it out of bounds, you know, he can't outrun the DNs in the NFL. He's fast, but he's not, you know, the game is just so much faster. He can't outrun the DNs, and instead of throwing the ball away out of bounds, he's just running out of bounds for a three, four, yard you know, loss. three four, five-yard loss. And it's like, uh, it just makes no sense. So it's just kind of concerning to me that that's not registering for him. You know what I mean? Um so I think expect more of the same from the Cardinals as the season goes on, and we'll see what happens with Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, maybe they maybe they just say, well, "Hey, we're gonna." Uh, they already ruled him out this out. week. Yeah, and and why not? Because yeah. you see what you get in Kyle Allen, and and go from there. But um, on to the next game here. This was this was a very exciting game for us. This is our favorite game. Giants beat the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. Uh, 32 to 31 for once <laughs> in our lives. The kicker missed a field goal for we the other a, team. We get a little bit of luck with the uh, opposing field goal kicking unit. I think the Giants have had two 63-yard lost field goals. Yep, one of them's in the uh, in the NFL commercial that they have now. The Panthers one or the the Panthers Jake one Elliott from one. last year. The 60, and now he can't even kick runner. anymore. Yes, yeah, is, is he still on the <laughs> team? I think he's on their injury, injury okay, reserve. So, yeah, he makes a 63-yard against the Giants, and then he's never going to be heard from again. So that's how that goes. But, I mean, Daniel Jones, what can you say about him? Uh, I was very surprised. I, I think I was a lot of people are eating crow this week. Including Me. us. <laughs> um, I mean, he just... First half was a little rough, but second half he comes out, and that's what you like to see. Yeah, a nice little comeback... He was throwing the ball nice. They're calling him Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Well, they've been calling him since preseason. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to play like that, you can't expect this every week, but... I think we saw Eli's last start, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no... I mean, you, you I thought maybe back. like a week 17, like, well, goodbye start. Uh, depending on, you know... Yeah, but I, I feel like, I, You know, I feel like he's not the kind of guy that would accept that, though. Like, he, he, what happened a couple of years ago with the Geno Smith thing, and he said, don't just put me out there to put me out there. Yeah. If you put me out there, I expect to be in, you know, for the game and, and try to win. But So I don't really see him doing that. But, hey, if it's it's the last year of his contract, you know, maybe it's a little farewell thing for him. But uh, I can't really say much bad about Daniel Jones's performance. Uh, Barkley went out with the injury, so that's... that's that's going to hurt the Giants. Yeah. Uh, what was it, four to eight weeks? Four to eight weeks, high ankle sprain. More I'm, towards eight weeks, so right? Uh, well, he went to a doctor today, and now he's going for a second opinion, which would sound like that person recommended something he did not like. 
Okay. Yeah, usually mm-hmm. when you hear that, I mean, it could be precautionary mm-hmm. just to make sure, but... I think it's to fly all the way to Wisconsin for the second opinion. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, that's never a good <laughs> sign, but I honestly... I would prefer him to just be out for the eight weeks. Yeah, just let it go. You have the bye. I think you mentioned this. You have the bye week, week eleven, and then just bring him back week twelve. Yeah, or and, don't and, even bring him back. Yeah, exactly. Or if don't. the Giants are that out of it, why waste hits on him? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's all mm-hmm. it's all predicated on what what the Giants are looking at, you know, at that point in the season. But I would err on the side mm-hmm. of caution and say. You know, leave him out until he's 100% ready to come back because there's no reason to to risk that. Um, but on the other side of the ball with the Buccaneers, Winston and Evans come out and they nobody just can't stop them. Giants defense, which I don't care what the Giants did in the second half, the defensive coordinator is just hard. a mess. He's, he's he, I don't know what he's doing. but He built his name on Patrick Peterson and that he could do all these exotic blitzes because he had Patrick Peterson to man up every best receiver. And now he's got, but he's had, but he has Janoris Jenkins. Oh yeah, he's just <laughs> as good, right? No. Um, the, what did Evans end up going for? Like 195 yards or something? Yeah, he had like eight for 195. Eight for 190 and three touchdowns. Yeah. And on the last like, play of the game, well, yeah, the last actual play, it was a jump ball to Evans, and Jenkins is on one on one. Really? And, yeah. How do you how do you let that happen? That's uh. And he ended up catching that yeah, in the field goal range. Yeah. So that's, you know, outside of mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, there were a lot of things to take away from this game negatively. Barkley injury, mm-hmm. the defense, which uh, you can't, the Giants aren't going to put up 30 mm-hmm. plus every week. So the defense mm-hmm. is going to be the problem that they have. And you're giving up t- almost 200 yards to Mike <laughs> Evans, who's a, who's, a, who's a good wide receiver. But... You know the ten, the Bucks aren't world beaters, so that's nah. That's and I know point. Winston had all the sexy numbers, but he threw some bad balls. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I know his pick was. I don't even know what he was looking at. He overthrew it by like five yards. Who ended up picking that off? The linebacker, Conley. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. The rookie, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he threw it right to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, big win for the Giants, though. Kind of. It's just nice to wake up happy on a Monday morning. <laughs> it's been it's been a few years yeah. since we've been able to do that. So, um, but that that's nice as we uh, as we move right mm-hmm. along here. Uh, Steelers went to San Francisco to play the 49ers, another three and O team. A little surprising, but not really at the same time. Because well, the 49ers looked like they were asleep for half the game. I which, think they had like six turnovers. Yeah, depending on how you look at it, they they, they, had, they, were, they had, had they were fumbles. Like they had three turnovers. I think on the first three drives, yeah. I think. But the fact they were only able the the fact that they were able to hold Pittsburgh to only six points on the turnovers that's a, a good takeaway. And you know maybe it was the Steelers coming to town and and not much going on for them. They kind of had a letdown at home, but uh, they end up pulling it out at the end. So that's that's a sign of good teams that can kind of get off to those slow starts, but eventually pull out the win and keep fighting. Well, like I've been on with the 49ers, I think the D-line is just what makes that team go. Yeah, the defense is much improved, and uh, we were both on them, what, minus six and a half it was for them this week? It was minus seven. Minus seven, and we both had the 49ers. Right? Yeah, so... 
both missed yeah. that game. You know, that was that was a tough one to swallow just because we're watching it and it's just turnovers left and right. Garoppolo pick, uh, Mostert fumble, uh, just just kind of messy. The, I think the center snap snapped exchange. the ball yeah, into the <laughs> yeah, just, motioning wide receiver, just, hit him in the face. <laughs> just sloppy all the way around. So, um, but another three and O team. So, so good for them. Uh, Another um, NFC West team, the Seahawks, they hosted the Saints. They did not fare as well. Uh, 33-27 was the final. I was a little uh, I was surprised at this game. As was I. I mean, you were on this game with I, New Orleans. Yeah, I, I didn't, again, it was one of those games I didn't think New Orleans was going to win. But I thought they would be within a field goal. They end up winning the game. it out. Um, What'd you take away with Seattle? Because I I don't know what to make of them. Yeah, I'm not, I don't I don't really know. I mean, Russell Wilson threw for over 400 yards. I think it was his most career passing attempts at 50. He had two rushing mm-hmm. touchdowns as well. I mean, the defense to me is the issue. The off I'm I'm actually surprised because the offense has played well, and I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be the other way around. I thought the defense. Was I thought the well. defense would be solid this year, yeah. and it's anything but that. The O line has been, you know, okay good in enough. the last couple of years. They've been, yeah, like you said, they've been good enough, and you don't need to be great with Wilson back there because you can buy time, you know, whenever. But uh, you know, it's been it's been the opposite of what I thought it would be, and. Um, you know, it's kind of a weird game. There's not, you know, Bridgewater threw for 177 yards, two touchdowns. Um, but they the Saints, a special teams touchdown. The which Saints, is big. yeah. The the Saints. You know, it was it look. I mean, I'm looking mm-hmm. at the stat, the game stats right now, and if if you just showed me the game stats without the score, I don't know <laughs> how how did Seattle lose this game. I mean, that's. That's that's what I look at. How did they blow? I mean, you're looking at this, right? Yeah. It's 515 total yards for the Saints. Less penalties. They time of possession, Seattle. First downs of Seattle. Yards per play. <laughs> they, they ran 26 more plays. You know, it's just... Uh, I didn't know it was this one-sided. I didn't know it was this one-sided, but um, they... Uh, you know, the Saints taking their first loss of the year. So... You know, they're, they're going to have to keep pace with the 49ers. They're going to have to keep pace with the 49ers. Um, and I, if I had to choose, I'm taking the 49ers right now. That's just based on that. I, that I think that's alarming to me. Yeah, it is. That their defense just not, has not shown up. I don't know what's going on in their, defense. The defensive numbers for that <laughs> game, they, only, they gave up less than 300 total yards. But, but they're giving up scores. Yeah, which, uh, you know, I'm not... I didn't I didn't watch that game in its entirety, so I'm not sure exactly what the flow of the game was, but that was that that's bizarre. Um, but Saints get a big win, two and one. If they can if they can you know trust water until yeah. Drew Brees comes back, then they they could still win the division even with him being out six weeks. So that'll be interesting to see. But uh, let's finish up a couple of these. Ga- we have three games left here. Texans went to San. Uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, I gotta get that right. <laughs> Went to Los Angeles to play the Chargers at their crappy stadium. At the soccer field. Yeah, the soccer field that seats 30, five five hundred people. I think um, thirty thousand officially. Yeah, 30, um, but how how does an NFL team? I mean, why am I seeing soccer lines? Yeah, I, we were talking about that. <laughs> we're watching the game. We're like, why? You know, come on. It's just uh, the I, baseball field is one thing. A soccer field where you, it looks like a high school. <laughs> 
you know, it looks the lacrosse lines and the soccer lines and the field hockey that you all have on a high school field. You know, it's just that's what it looks like. It just looks like a poor excuse <laughs> for a stadium, to be honest. Um, but I mean, this was just like another typical Chargers game. They're they're up seventeen seven at halftime, and then they just blow it in the second half. Uh, giving up 14 unanswered in the third quarter to the Texans. Yeah, and, you know, they're always in it somehow, so you always have to watch it to the last second. They Always. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, if, if Keenan Allen, 13 catches, 183 yards, two touchdowns, and they only put up tw- 20 points. You know, they had no run game to speak of, which, I mean... This is the first one where you can say Melvin Gordon looks... Yeah. And this is, this is a win for Melvin Gordon. Yeah, exactly. And, uh... You know, the Texans came out in the second half. Deshaun Watson, pretty flawless game for the most part. Uh, 350 and three touchdowns. They did not have a running game either. Um, So this was just pretty much an all-passing type game. And uh, another another kind of weird one, you know, that there's really no explanation for except the fact that the Chargers are the Chargers. It was a pretty easy... I do think the Texans pickups are starting to get a feel for their offense now. Yeah. Kenny Stills looks good as a number three option. That might turn out to be mm-hmm. a, a good trade for them because their defense really hasn't missed Clowney too much. No. Nah. But their offense looks like it could be pretty dangerous. I know the, the Chargers held them to seven points in the first half, but they made adjustments, mm-hmm. came out put up 20 in the second half, ended up winning, and their defense showed up. So I think that's the recipe that you kind of look for from the Texans for the most part. Um, but the last, the uh, Sunday night game here, we had the Rams at the Browns. Just another Baker lost, Mayfield, it's just... Uh, another lost game. You have the you have Mayfield's uh, line pulled up there? Uh, I know Actually, it wasn't good. I have, it, I have it right here. 18 for 36, so 50%. <laughs> That's last week he was under 50. This week he's 50. One touchdown, one pick, under 200 yards. Chubb had a good game. 23 rushes for 96 yards, but this is what we this is what we talked about. If this is if this continues to happen, OBJ six catches for 56 yards. Do you think he's going to be okay with that for another couple weeks? No. Do you think he's okay on a fourth and nine play running a draw to Nick Chubb? Is that what they did? Yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch that part because I would have... Uh, a fourth and nine, and he calls a draw to Nick Chubb. That's... Let's say, that's... <laughs> Freddie Kitchens, yeah. I guess. I don't know, but... Um, you know, the Rams play some defense, which, you know, you don't really know if the if it's the defense mm-hmm. or the, the Browns' mm-hmm. offense, but, you know, the, the, the Rams' offense really hasn't looked in sync to me... Either. No. Either. It's really just... Cooper Cup bails out Jared Goff. Yeah, and Goff with two picks in this one, threw for 269, so not terrible. His last pick almost cost him the game. The Browns. Yeah, I, didn't, uh, I actually didn't see that either. He overthrew uh, Cup by probably, no, I think it was Woods by like six or seven yards. Oh, really? Yeah, it was bad. Right to the safety. I mean, Cup, 100 yards, two touchdowns. That's two weeks in a row, I think. He's been over 100. Um, so he's... You know, he's the guy right now that golf feels most comfortable with, but, you know, I, I just thought we would have seen more from the Rams' offense and Sean McVay at, uh, at this point because he's had, you know, golf has had these weapons for a couple years now. And Todd Gurley's not the same guy. 
clearly not. I think that's actually what's really hurting them yeah. is a lack of a run game yeah, to they, take the pressure off Goff. Yeah, and they don't, you know, defenses don't need to put eight guys in the box. You know, they can play more of that traditional defense and, and cover all their bases. So, um, you know, Rams go to 3-0, and uh, another 3-0 and team, and the Browns, you know, we'll, we'll see what two, happens. Then. I mean... Is there going to be grumbling? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to their game, you know, coming up, but it's it's not going to be easy. It's not an easy game. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so that was the week three roundup. Now we still have the Monday night game, the oh, Bears-Redskins. Okay. I mean, I only watched one play. I saw the Bears' defensive touchdown, and I was like, oh, this game's over with. Yeah, I, I actually watched the whole thing, and... Bears defense looks like it, it it was last year. This is the 2018 Bears defense. And, yeah, uh, just getting after uh, Khalil Mack just ruined the whole game for the Redskins. Clinton Dix with the return touchdown. Um, the offense looked oh. decent enough <laughs> to where they can complement that great defense. And, um, you know, you still like to see more out of Trubisky at this point, I think. He's still you know kind of that conservative guy that uh he's got a pretty good connection with with alan robinson but outside of that i mean well gabriel burned the yeah that's uh yeah how often is that's taylor gabriel gonna be that's an anomaly i I believe i mean the redskins obviously were not prepared uh on defense for that so um but the i mean the redskins did kind of make a game out of it at the end they had some opportunities but you know, Keenum just looked like, you know, and I was talking mm-hmm. to to, uh, to you and, and a friend of ours about it, and he, our friend said, look for, you know, four turnovers from mm-hmm. Keenum, and I think that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> a couple fumbles, a couple picks, and, um, you know, after the first two weeks where Keenum looked real good, this was kind of that step back game. So that's what you get from, yeah. from him. He's a, he's a journeyman, so. Um, Bears go to two and one, keep pace with the Vikings. And uh, the the NFC North, yeah, you have it's going to Packers three and zero. The Lions are two zero and one. Two zero and one, and then two two and one teams. Yeah. So until they start playing <laughs> each other, or you know, get later in the year and they're playing each other and they beat up on each other a little bit, uh, but for right now, they, it looks like maybe one of the best division in the uh, yeah, right wise. So, um, but that's okay. So that's the week three wrap up, and uh, you know we'll get to week. Four. To week four here. After this week, it's quarter of the season gone already. Yeah, and I really got some work to do because my <laughs> overall picks are not not looking too good right now. But that just goes to show you that I mean, yeah, I'm this, stuff, this is not this is not easy to do. Um, for those people that think that it's easy, it's not, and you just really never know. Uh, I like to think that I'm a knowledgeable football guy. I follow you know every day. I'm looking at stuff as are you, and. You, you have your runs, but at the end of the day, it's it's tough. You, you know? got to capitalize when you're hot. Yeah, I mean, you can do all the research that you want, but it's it's not it's not easy to to put everything together to to get a full picture because you just never know what's going to happen. And your season record against the spread is it's awful, abysmal. It's, it's awful. Um, Seventeen and thirty with one push. Well, <laughs> I got plenty of time to make up for it. By the end of the season, I will be. 15 games over 500. I'm okay. saying it right now. I'm saying it right now. I believe uh, it when I say it. Yeah, well, as will I. But uh, let's start off Thursday night game. Philly goes to Green Bay. 
Um, it looks like Jeffrey's playing this game. He practiced today. Yeah. So that's good for Philly. Good for Philly. I don't really know if it's going to do that. Obviously, it'll help them, but I don't, you know. The the spread the spread's actually kind of tough for me, minus five. It is a weird line. Um, Philly always seems to play the close games, whether they win or lose. How, how do you feel about this one? Uh, I'm going to lean Green Bay because of their defense. Okay. I, I think Philly's going to have a tough time. Yeah. Especially with Philly hasn't gotten a run game going all season. No, and that's what I, that's kind of what <laughs> we were talking about. Like when you don't have that one guy, who's going to get into the rhythm? No, it's Miles Sanders had the one big catch for forty yards. Then it was Jordan Howard stole what two touchdowns? I think. I, I know he stole <laughs> one. I'm not sure about the the second one, but yeah, but that's like that's what the problem is. Is that you have you have a, a plethora of guys none of which are really that good to begin with. What is Darren Sproles? Like, I, I, I thought Sanders was your third down back. I thought Sproles was dead. <laughs> you saw that hit that he took on, on the sideline? He just got crushed. But, you know, he's like the Iron Man. Um, I think I'm going to lean Philly in this one, plus five. Um, I, see it, I see it being a close game. I think this is going to be more of a defensive battle. Based on what we've seen from these two teams, I think that, you know, I, I know Philly's been disappointing, but... If I was Philly, I'd be really worried about Devontae Adams having a game here. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Their secondary has looked pretty bad. Yeah, I, I, you know, Green Bay at home, I feel like they might try to run the ball a little bit, but if, if they can throw, they'll throw. I mean, that's for sure. With Rodgers <laughs> back there, he's going to, you know, he could go off. I'm just thinking, you know, I don't, I just don't like the, the minus five for me is, you know, Philly hasn't played to their potential, and if they do, this is going to be a close game, so I'm going to leave Philly on this one. Um, so into the Sunday games now, one o'clock games start off with Houston. They host Carolina. Minus four is the spread. I'm going to go with Houston here. As am I. I think this is. Houston really needs to beat up. I think the Kyle Allen thing was an anomaly. Yeah. I don't see him throwing for four touchdowns again. No, nah, this is, you know, Houston's a different different kind of team than the Cardinals. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think they kind of make Kyle Allen look like the quarterback <laughs> that he probably is for the most part. I mean, I would be worried about McCaffrey on turf. Imagine how fast he's going to be. Yeah, that's that's the one thing. That's Carolina has some fast players. DJ Moore had a big... He did have a, he had a nice play. Um, I don't know if it was a run or pass. I think it, it might have been. Yeah. Like, they, they like to give him the ball <laughs> on those like jet sweeps. And they, they tend to work out pretty well because you have McCaffrey standing back there and you have to <laughs> be more worried about him. So, um, But... Yeah, I think it's, it's it's tough to go away from Houston. If they carry over how they played in the second half against the Chargers at home, they, you know, I, I, I see yeah. them I see them winning by a touchdown, uh, maybe more. So um, I'll go with Houston on that. Um, next one here, Tennessee goes to Atlanta. Atlanta minus four. I don't. This is I, I'm not Vegas is this game. Vegas is starting to get on these lines a lot. Yeah. You're starting to see minus fives, minus fours. I hate those. <laughs> I hate those. But, uh, 
Yeah, Atlanta, I don't know how you can... Uh, I don't know. They've had a lot of injuries. They just lost their safety. Yeah, Neil, yeah. for the season. I don't know. I don't like either of these teams. I really don't. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like I want to say Tennessee. I feel like I want to say Tennessee. <laughs> I want to say... What, what are you thinking? I mean... Minus four? Atlanta is just lost, but... I had faith in them be, beginning of the season. Their roster looks good. <laughs> ah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm changing it. I'm going to go with the quarterback, the, the proven quarterback, <laughs> and Julio Jones. Eventually, Devontae Freeman has to get going. Uh, at, at home on that fast track. Ridley. I know. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll say we say Atlanta, but you know Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, they're gonna win this game somehow. Yeah, somehow. Somehow. Some way. But uh, yeah, I'm going Atlanta. I just. Uh, this, I think the smart pick here is Atlanta. Even though they've struggled, they have the ability to put up points at home against a team that, if they can just well, slow the down the run, then they'll. If Atlanta gets off to fourteen nothing lead, then you've won this bet already. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you could say that. You could say that for sure. Because I do not trust Mariota at all to no, make a comeback. Maybe this is the game where you, if they get down early, maybe we see Tannehill. You, you never know. It's it's coming. You can it you is, can feel yeah. it because it, jobs are on the line, and you know Tennessee was one of those teams coming in that a lot of people were high. On a lot Tennessee. of people were high on them. So uh, there's going to be some pressure there, and you might see that sooner than later. So. Um, Let's jump to the next one here. This, we kind of touched on this a little bit with that uh, with the Browns, but the Browns go into Baltimore. Baltimore's minus seven. I don't mm. really see how Cleveland slows down Lamar Jackson. Between Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, I don't. I just don't see it because their defense is not. They do not stop the run. No. Well. And I mean, you saw it with. Uh, you know, they only gave up three points to the Jets, but Le'Veon Bell, you know, had a, had a good game. And you see, it, it's almost like you can... They're not good at really anything on defense. They're no, not, it's just Miles Garrett just makes that D-line. Yeah, and if you want to throw on them, you can throw on them. If you want to run on them, you can run on them. They don't really stop you. I'm more concerned about the offensive side of the ball because that was supposed to be their their big thing this season and they've just they been were supposed bad. to put up like 40 points a game they've just been bad what did they put up in week one they put up what did they put up 16 it was bad I think. yeah and then they put up 23 against the Jets and then they put up 13 so I understand that it takes time to click but it should be a similar offense Freddie Kitchens was calling the plays for yeah half the season last year you have better skill players to me, it's only a matter of time before OBJ <laughs> and Jarvis Landry, who are friends, they get together and they're pissed <laughs> off. And then, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield throws a pass and gets another guy killed. So there's going to be a mutant. Yeah, and Joku, he's he's out for a while with a wrist injury. Yeah. the Mayfield's act only goes, you know, it gets old quick. If you're not winning, it's going to get old. I mean, you look at it. Look at how many commercials Baker Mayfield is on. Have you yeah. seen the yeah. the lawnmower one? 
Isn't he on a Hulu commercial yeah. too or something like Hulu that? Hulu Live Sports. Yeah, so he's... He didn't spend any time in his playbook this offseason. Like. <laughs> Apparently not because his, his accuracy is just bad. Um, if you're if you're 50% or less, that's you're not going to win games. So what happened with the <laughs> Jets, that's, that's not going to happen again. No, and really the offense was a slant OBJ. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, that was a, a eighty-nine yard touchdown. Other than that, they didn't do much. Um, so, Baltimore minus seven. That is a lot of points. It's a division game. Uh, you know, uh, Baltimore's defense is good. They're not great though. They're not great, but you know, I'm gonna go Baltimore here. I'm gonna go Baltimore minus seven. I don't think they're gonna be able to stop the Ravens' offense. So that's 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 my thing. I think Baltimore is going to be able to do what they want to do. They want to run. They can run. They want to run the the, the uh, RPOs. They can do that. They want to throw straight up. They'll be able to do that. Um, and with the struggles Cleveland's had, I, I think minus seven is uh, pretty fair. Uh, I'm actually going to lean Cleveland here. Okay. Go against everything we just said. And I think they're going to force the ball to OBJ. And I don't think Baltimore is anyone that can cover. OBJ. If they can get him the ball, then that'll be a problem, yes. I don't trust Baltimore. Baltimore might win this game, but I think Cleveland is going to I, I would be cover. very surprised if Cleveland didn't, if, if Baltimore didn't win. So I'm going to, you know, they're, the, they're just a better team right now. I think we can both agree on that. Oh, yeah. Um, so the next one here this is an interesting game. New England goes into Buffalo. New England never really, I mean... I'll have to look at the the history, but for some reason, I, I in my head, I'm I'm seeing that they don't travel they don't well to well. Buffalo or Miami. Yes, that's true. Um, outside of yeah, you know, well, a couple, couple weeks ago, but, but they really, it's a different Miami. Yeah, team. you can't really do much with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, the spreads I'm seeing minus seven, minus seven and a half. What are you thinking for this? Uh... I'm going to take Buffalo. I'm going to take Buffalo, too. I think, I mean, Buffalo has some injuries, but that defense is definitely legit. This is going to be the first real defense the Patriots play. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I think Buffalo is going to be pumped up for this game. Oh, uh, yes. I think that what happened, <laughs> with, what happened with Cincinnati is a little, they were looking ahead a little bit. I think you I can think, make yeah. that argument. Um. So I think they're going to come to play, and I mean I really, they need to think, find a run game, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. I mean they yeah. got rid of McCoy. McCoy looks good at, in Kansas City, but that's a that's a completely different offense. Well, yeah. When, so I'm not going to put too much stock in that, but they do need to to find something. I mean Gore's looked okay, but uh, you know <laughs> if it comes down to the Patriots defense or Frank Gore, I'll take the Patriots <laughs> defense like that's yeah because T.J. Yeldon did nothing as the backup. He fumbled. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Patriots will will most likely win this game, but plus seven for a division game, I'll uh, I'll take Buffalo with you on that one. Uh, moving right along here, we have Kansas City at Detroit. Minus seven is the uh, the spread right now for Kansas City. This is definitely going to be a test for Detroit's defense. Yeah, you will find out how good Detroit's defense yeah. is. No, that's that's very true. This is, will be the uh, the ultimate test for them up till this point in the season. So, 
Uh, minus seven is a big spread, but Mahomes just looks. I don't know how you can go against Kansas City. He looks off the charts right now. Um, he's doing whatever he wants. They've got McCoy back there. They have a new guy, Daryl Williams, who kind of came. They just found people who had a good game. I think it doesn't really matter. It's just Andy Reid. Right? The, the Chiefs offense just drafts players out of nowhere that just run four fours. Uh, <laughs> Everyone on the team. Who the hell is Hardman? Mikola Hardman, or I don't know what his first name is, but. You know, it's one one week it's Demarcus mm-hmm. Robinson, the next week it's Hardman, then Watkins, and now Wat now Watkins. Is, I will never touch Watkins in fantasy, but you know he's gonna go off this game. Um, and know, they're on it, turf. Imagine yeah, how fast they say, can run. <laughs> I was just gonna say indoors that scares me. The fact you're seeing all this without Tyreek Hill <laughs> is even more impressive. So, I mean, outside of the the second half, you know they. They were kind of running away against the Ravens and let off the gas pedal. So, you know, they didn't cover that game, but they could have easily done that. So, uh, until I see more from Detroit, you kind of have to go with Kansas City in this one. I, I don't know how you can bet against Kansas City. Yeah. You just force it with Mahomes. Yeah, you can't. Um, Oakland at Indianapolis. Indy's a minus seven. I don't know how you you know. I'm, been, I'm a little worried. Indy all, all year so far. So I am worried about the T. Y. Hilton injury because that changes their whole offense. Is it even about? I mean, the Raiders' defense has looked pretty bad. So they've definitely looked bad, especially against the run. So I would lean this as more a Mac game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm still gonna stick with Indy because I'm riding them. They're three and zero against the spread. Yeah. So I'll take them definitely one more week. Now, would you feel more comfortable if I did not take them because <laughs> I, because I have been off on them all year? Nah, I've been off on everything all year, so whatever. That doesn't matter, but because I'm kind of leaning indie here. There's definitely the Raiders plenty last of room. week, and they just on the road coming from the west. I mean, there's just so many things going against them here. They have not looked good. Derek Carr after. He looked good in week one. Now he's back to But him. now I think it's more just the Broncos are that bad. Yeah, that's. I mean, you could say that. So I'm going to go with Indy here. Like you said, this is going to be a big run game for them. That offensive line is dominating. Studs, so uh, big game big game for Mack and Hines, I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I think Ebron's going to. This yeah. is like a play-action pass for yeah. one, and Ebron's going to catch two or three touchdowns. Two or three. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that, so. Minus seven for that. Um, we're both on the same page there. Now for the biggest spread, no surprise. I think you can guess who is playing in this one, at least on one side. Um, the Chargers go to Miami to play the Dolphins, and you're looking at minus 16 and a half. I don't think it, I can take. <laughs> I, like, I know Miami's bad, but I don't think I can take the Chargers minus that big of a, with that big of a spread. Nah. You just can't take Miami till they put up more than 10 points. That's true, too. <laughs> That's true, too. So with that being said, I think I'm going to take the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> um, this will be a typical Chargers game where they somehow let Miami stay around all game. Kind of like what the Cowboys did, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't see how the Chargers can't cover 16 and a half. No, I mean, it's just... Miami's just so bad offensively. And nothing's going for them, so I don't, I don't know. 
You know, I, I don't know what the deal. You have to say last week was just the Cowboys came out flat. Um, the Chargers can't afford to come out flat here. No. And this is west to east, which does scare me a little bit. Are they one and two? Yeah, the Chargers are one and two. So they so they need a. And they almost lost to the Colts week one. So they need they need to get a win here. They need a win bad. Um, you know, the Chargers coming to the East Coast for that one o'clock game. You're always concerned about that, but. I mean, Miami's just that bad that you can say, you know, this is a blowout <laughs> waiting to happen. So, I'm, uh, are we both yeah, LA? Yeah, definitely okay. LA. So we'll go with that. Another big spread, but it's warranted, I believe. Uh, next game here. Interesting. Giants are now a favorite at home against the Redskins. Minus three. Ah, I, <laughs> it's... I have trouble uh, taking the Giants as a favorite right now. I always have trouble taking the Giants, but I took them last week. It worked out for me. So you're rolling with them again? I'm going to roll with them again. Okay. Just believe this Jones hype. I mean, the Barkley injury is going to hurt. Yeah. I mean, they they didn't have him for most of the game last week, and they, they ended up putting up some points. So it's possible. Um, Nate Solder did not look well in that game no he, he did not play gave up four sacks he didn't play well <laughs> at all he um he always has those cut like every every few games he just has one dud where he wants to like get somebody hurt <laughs> um, but the problem is when you're paying your left tackle 18 million dollars a year <laughs> yeah it's kind of tough to swallow but um i you know i think i'm gonna have to go washington here i think i'm washington. gonna go washington i think I think their defense is okay, obviously better than the Giants, and I think watch. I think they're going to be able to put up some points in this one. Uh, I I could see, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants won the game, but I think it's going to be another kind of that Tampa Bay flow type game where the Giants are doing some scrambling to win and maybe win it on a late field goal. If you had to take an over under for how many yards Janoris Jenkins allows this week. What would you put it at? Um, you know who's who's Washington's top <laughs> guy? Hey, that rookie Terry, they have, Terry Mc, Mc, McLaurin. Yeah, he looks, he looks good. He looks good. <laughs> A third round pick. His routes are solid. If you watched the game mm. last or yeah last night Monday night, the routes look good. He's caught a touchdown. I think he's. They said he's the yeah. first rookie, right? You saw. No, him? I think he's the first person ever. Oh, first. You're right. Yeah. First five catches. And a touchdown. Yeah, to start their career or something. So, I mean, they've got some weapons, and that's what concerns me, obviously. <laughs> Chris Thompson out of the backfield. I can just see I can see Washington kind of having their way, mm -hmm. but if the Giants are going to win, it's going to be kind of that late-game uh, scramble that they had against Tampa Bay. So um, I think it's going to be close division game. Giants can pull it out, but, you know. I just think, I don't know. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, go, just, you gotta, you know, in your case, you were on him last year, <laughs> last week. Um, you know, minus three obviously is, uh, you know, that's basically saying they're they're an even playing yeah. field on a on a neutral field. So, you know, why not? Why not take the? I Giants? mean, Shepard looks good on the Giants. Had a hundred yard game. And Ingram looks good. Yeah, we were talking about him. He he actually looks like he's turning into <laughs> the player that we thought he would be. It only took four years. Yeah, well, the you know mm -hmm. the, the second half of last year, coming into this year, they've looked. He's looked. Uh, he's looked good. So, 
you know that'll be uh, that'll be a, a kind of a cool game to watch. But um, Seattle at Arizona, Seattle minus five. I do not know what to make of this game. Seattle has been all over the place. The Arizona, Arizona looks bad. And Arizona plays <laughs> them well. I think they beat them last year with the team they had in yeah. Arizona. Uh, or it might have been it might have been in Seattle. I don't know. But I, I, I believe that Arizona took a game from them last year. And they had a bad team last year. I'm going with Seattle here. I, I have to agree with you. I mean, Seattle needs to get on track. Their defense really needs to show up in this game. This is a game you want to see five sacks from your D line. If I hadn't looked at or two. Yeah, if I hadn't looked at the the game stats from last week, I might be more inclined to take Arizona a little more seriously. But after what happened with Kyle Allen and now and just seeing how dominant Seattle was, even though they lost the game, uh I mean, I could see Seattle winning by multiple scores here. So, you know, minus five. Like you said, they got to get on track. Yeah, they need to get going. You cannot fall behind because you have... The 49ers are on a bye this week, so you know they're going to be still undefeated. Yeah. The Rams, I mean, from the spread, it looks like they're going to be undefeated. Yeah, even... I mean, they'll, they'll win that game. So you can't they'll go two it. and two. Especially with the NFC North... You got three yeah. teams that are. Yeah, you throw that in the mix. <laughs> it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be tough if they if they go to two and two. I mean, there's still plenty of season left, but you don't want to be in that position where now you're you're already chasing. This is what makes the NFL chasing. so tough is. Yeah. A couple bad weeks in a row and you're already out of the playoffs. Yeah, it's uh, it's ruthless. But uh, you mentioned the Rams. They're at home against Tampa Bay this week. Spreads minus ten. Uh, that's a big spread. The Rams, to me, really haven't been in sync. We talked about that. So, what do you th- what are you thinking for this one? I think this is gonna be this is gonna be a game where the Rams get on track. It's kind of their coming out party here. Yeah, I mean, Winston's gonna throw at least two or three picks this game. Their old line did not look great. They were giving up sacks to the Giants, who can get no yeah, pass sure. rush. That's true. And now you get Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, that's not it's not gonna be good for them. Um when Winston has time he looks like a serviceable quarterback, but when he gets any pressure on him. Even when he has time, he still makes awful throws. I'm kind of in the same boat though. I think that this is gonna be where this is gonna be a game where the Rams defense shows up and they'll get some turnovers, maybe a defensive touchdown. And they're going to set the offense up to where the offense can can run what they want to run and not have too much pressure on them. Let me tell you, I don't see Tampa Bay putting up another 31 points in no, this game. No, no, I could see the Rams putting up 30-plus. Um, seems to just be what the thing that they do with McVay. Uh, I, I saw a stat. It was they have more 30-point games under him than they, did than they have all of the last <laughs> 10 years combined. Well, I mean, Jeff Fisher was average yeah, Jeff Fisher. I mean, so I guess it's not really saying much, but it does tell you, you know, McVay, you know, he's an offensive guru, so. That's why if, if you're second cousins with Sean McVay, you get an interview for an NFL head coaching job. Is that what happened? Oh, no, it's just the running joke. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean. Zach Taylor got a head coaching job. He was a QB's coach. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird how, <laughs> how the coaches, 
the coach carousel is shaping up because it's just who you know who you coached yeah, under even yeah. if it was for two years yeah <laughs> that seems to be the case meanwhile you got Belichick assistants who can't even they flounder on their own yeah I mean we'll see what Patricia turns out to be but I don't really have any faith in him so I know McDaniels blew his shot <laughs> yeah I mean I feel bad for Flores because this is a shot and he got stuck he's not even get, he's, team. Not, he's not even getting a shot he's not getting a chance so uh, kind of yeah like you said <laughs> unfortunate for him but hey he had to have known that, you know, that was what he was it was going to be a struggle. <laughs> um, so, and, no, and obviously no love lost between uh, Belichick and him. Belichick's <laughs> not taking it easy on him, so. Um, but, yeah, both on the Rams minus 10? Yes, definitely. All right, so move to the 425 games. Jacksonville at Denver. Denver minus 3. How, you know, I, I understand it's in mile high, but, I mean, with the way Jacksonville's defense just played... At least Jacksonville looks like a team. Yeah. Um, and like you mentioned, the Denver, they're not getting any pressure on the quarterback. No pass rush. No sacks. Which is which amazing. Is crazy. Which is how much money is tied up in that D-line. Yeah. And uh, it's hard for me to, to take Denver. I would this. be worried about Ramsey texting the Jacksonville coaching staff that he has the flu and he can't make it to practice. He, did, he is sick, yeah. right? He's sick uh, this week? Is he sick or was uh, that last week? No, it's this week. It's this week. Well, it might but I, really I don't know be sick, is, is you know, air sick? quotes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he still wants to get traded. They, that came out, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, they're trying to figure something out. But, I mean, he used it to his advantage last week. He, they, mm-hmm. just, they just shut him down, him and A.J. <laughs> Boye. So, if they show up again, I, I don't see Denver. Uh, you know, I'm going to go Jacksonville here. I think that even if there is controversy, I think it's, for some reason, it's going to play to their favor. Like, <laughs> I just have a weird feeling that they're going to continue this narrative of, you know, to where, where the you know the players versus the coaches mm-hmm. and and the players have something to, to prove to show that they, you know, I, I, I don't know. But it's just kind of a weird it's situation. Just... It's a weird situation. I think we can both agree. Yeah, I'm definitely going Jacksonville. I mean... That 70s porn mustache of Minshew yeah. coming off the plane. Why not Why not ride that? Yeah, I mean, it's going, amazing. Going into mile high is always a tough thing, but... Uh, you better keep Minshew away from the marijuana stores. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he walked down the street, I, the, the mustache kind of gives him away, but uh, he's kind of like a folk hero now, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he pays, uh, pays a couple visits out, out there, but... Uh, um, Chicago hosts Minnesota. This is a good game. It's a big game, though. It's a big. It's a big game. Uh, minus three for Chicago. Uh, you know, I'm leaning Chicago here. If the defense can do what they do, what they did, because like you said, if if Minnesota gets this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be one of those games. It might be who scores first. Yeah, because exactly. both teams do not look like they can really come back. No, and. Um, that's why I'm kind of leaning in Chicago. I think that I think they have the better defense. They have the more creative offense. Where if Chicago can shut down or keep Dalvin Cook to a minimum, you know what are they gonna? Uh, is Minnesota really gonna be able to put up many points? Uh, I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna go Minnesota here. Okay. 
I like just the weapons on Minnesota better. Yeah, that's that's. And I hate to say it, I think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Trubisky. Could say that too. Could say that too. I think uh, for me, it's the combination of Chicago being at Mm -hmm. home. That's a tough place to play. Minnesota not used to playing Mm -hmm. indoors. Now they're outdoors. You know, I don't trust Kirk Cousins as far as I can throw him, (laughs) but. To me, this is a defensive game, and I'm going to go with the better defense. So, uh, yeah, this is... uh, I think we've agreed on most of them so far. Oh, we got a couple disagreements. So we'll uh, keep that in mind for when we Mm -hmm. do our locks. But uh, moving on to Dallas at New Orleans. This is a Sunday night game. I wish Drew Brees was playing in this one, because then this would really be... This would be a great game. This would be a great game, yeah. Um, Dallas on the road is favored at minus three. The New Orleans defense looks good, though. They do. They do. And so at least it'll be a test, I think, for Dallas. I mean, they gave up a ton of yards to Seattle, but they they play much better at home. Over the past yeah. couple years, they played much better at home. And Dallas, you know, I, I don't know. This this is a tough one. Um, What are you thinking? Mm. I, kind of, I want to hear what you have to say <laughs> first before I get to I actually... For some reason, I'm leaning New Orleans. I think okay. that stadium is going to rally around that injury and just force Dallas. You're going to Jason Garrett's due for a bad game. Yeah, he hasn't had one all season. He had a bad half. <laughs> now he's got to put it all together and have a bad full sixty minutes. So, you know, I'm going to go Dallas here. I think their offensive line is just—they're going to be able to do. They're definitely going to be tested at least with. Cam Jordan. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's just Dallas is going to come out on top and the minus three. To be honest, I'm surprised New Orleans not, isn't getting more than three. What, you think it should be more like plus two? No, or, I think plus like four and a half, yeah, five. That, well, that's, yeah, that's, if it was that, minus, I mean, three, it opened minus at, three is what does it for me. It opened at minus five, five and a half. For, for, well, that well, was, yeah, uh, that had to have been weeks ago because... Yeah. Uh, Probably before the season. I mean, but but to me, if it was flipped, that would be kind of closer to what I would think this yeah. game would be at. So the fact that it's minus three for the Cowboys, that kind of leans me in that direction. The If it was plus four and a half, plus five, then I'd, I'd probably go New Orleans. But that minus three is right in the sweet spot for me. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. Um, I think Dallas goes to four and oh. Even if New Orleans loses this game, I mean... It's, it's not a killer it's not loss, but... I have a feeling to, that... Uh, I think Kamara is going to do some work. Okay. Kamara's due for... A huge game. He's due for a big game. And they're going to have to find a way to get Michael Thomas more involved. with Get more of a, a connection between him and Bridgewater. And, you know, I, Sean, I trust Sean Payton to get it done... I just think the Cowboys are the better team right now, and yeah, and head-to-head coaching matchups. This is Sean Payton. Oh yeah, yeah. So He's it, a better coach. Yeah, than if, it Garrett. Com- if it comes down to you know, like I said, it's going to be a close game. You know, I, I'm not going to be surprised mm-hmm. if New Orleans wins it. I just think with how Dallas is playing right now, they're going to uh, to be able to cover that minus three. Um, so that's that's a Sunday night game. We'll finish up with the Monday night game here. How's this game? Why can't they flex this game? <laughs> yeah, I, 
yeah, I know I'm it's not, early in the season, and you don't they don't you, typically do that. You early. can't flex Monday night games. No, but it's only Sunday night games that get flexed, which the NFL should look into because this Monday night game. Uh, I know everybody gets a Monday night <laughs> game, right? No, not every, necessarily. I thought every no. team gets a Monday night game. Maybe not, but I mean Cincinnati shouldn't have been on here in the first <laughs> place. Um, they actually haven't played awful for the most part. I mean they've had some close <laughs> games, but. I mean, they lost 21-20 to uh, Seattle. They lose, uh, you know, at, at the end of the game to Buffalo. So they've had some close games. But this, I wouldn't even go near this game. <laughs> Pittsburgh at home, it's minus four right now. They're the favorite. I'm actually kind of leaning Cincinnati in this Me one. Me too, which is scary. Yeah, and I think as of right now, I've just seen more from Cincinnati that, that makes there, me... There looks like there's actually hope in Cincinnati. Yeah, I trust them a little bit more than I do Pittsburgh. To I know they're on the road, but they've had some close games, like we said, and Pittsburgh had all the opportunities in the world... To win that game last week against the 49ers and couldn't do anything. Couldn't do it. So, as far as them being a favorite... No, thank you. Not, not even, not for four points. No, if it was like minus one and a <laughs> half, maybe I'd say, all right, Pittsburgh can win the game, whatever. Or if it was a pick 'em, you know, to me, this this game should be more of like a. I'm surprised yeah. that Pittsburgh's getting minus four. Uh, you know, maybe they're seeing something differently than what we've been seeing, but. I mean, Cincinnati's old line is a mess. Uh, both teams are just <laughs> a mess, pretty much across the board. Um, so I'm not I'm not really sure where the minus four comes in, but I, I see this being a close game, and I could see Cincinnati winning it. Um, so I think we're both. Uh, I'd be worried about John Ross having a big game. Juju yeah. might have a big game. Yeah. If I was to bet anything on this game, I'd probably bet the over. What are we looking at for the over on the over for this one? I feel I like guess it's gonna be kind of low. Uh, Forty three and a half. That's fair to me. You're looking at maybe a 24-20 type game. Um, yeah, it's going to be a close I'd game, be, so I'm going to take the points. The over. I'd, be, I'd be comfortable betting the over, but... Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Cincinnati plus four. Two bad teams, I'll always take the points, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I'll run with that. Usually, you kind of, in my opinion, you kind of lean towards mm -hmm. the home team a little bit, but the home team in this case, I mean, they shouldn't be getting mm -hmm. minus four. Like I said, if it was minus one pick them mm -hmm. minus one and a half then maybe I'd go Pittsburgh to win by a field goal but not not for where things currently stand so that is the rundown for week four uh, excited to see you know as we get past this week and get to that quarter point of the season you're really going to start to see what teams are real yeah and what teams uh, you know next week we'll kind of work that in a little bit what, what our impressions are for the first quarter, quarter of the season, season yeah. so um, we'll definitely work that in next week, but let's do our locks. You want to start us off here? I will start off with, I'm going to have to do, I think I'm going to go Baltimore minus seven. Okay. There's some tough games here, so I, I feel comfortable picking Baltimore minus seven. Um, like I said, I don't really think Cleveland's going to be able to stop them, so I'll believe it when I see it. When Cleveland starts putting up some points, I'll believe it. Uh, I'll believe the hype there, but I'll go Baltimore minus seven. I'm going to pick uh, Houston minus four. Okay. I just don't see 
I like that pick. That's a good pick. I don't think Allen's going to come out and throw four touchdowns again. No. And no. if Houston really wants to prove itself as a good team, they got to win this game. Houston's offense is much better than Carolina's, and Houston's defense is much better than Arizona's. So <laughs> that's pretty much my analysis <laughs> in a nutshell. Uh, second lock here. Uh, I'm going to do Seattle on the road against Arizona, minus five. I think Seattle is going to come into this game, and they're going to want to put a hurting on this team just to show that, you know, they're they're legit. Um, I can see Russell Wilson having a huge game here. Okay. I think I'm going to lean... I'm going to pick the Thursday night game, which I don't love doing. Green Bay at uh, Philly coming to Green Bay. I'm going to pick uh, Green Bay minus five. Green Bay minus five. I mean, Thursdays get a little wonky. Yeah. It's always an ugly game, usually. Especially this season. It's been I think very I've, ugly. I think I've picked a couple Thursday night games, and I've missed both so far. I know I picked the first week um, with Cleveland, I believe. No, the Bears were. The, okay, yeah. yeah, it was the Bears. And... The Packers was yeah wasn't the Packers Bears week one. I'm yes. pretty sure that's what opened up the. So I mean Green Bay's already experienced. Yeah, yeah it was Packers Bears. I picked I picked the Bears minus three and I lost that. It was a ten six game. I think it was a real ugly rent. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was something bad. So Green Bay's already experienced a short week. So I'm gonna. In the short use... week, you tend to lean towards the offense a little bit. So I think. Uh... That's, that's definitely a... I think we disagreed on this, but I, I could definitely uh, see that being the case. Um, so this last one here, we got to go head-to-head. -head. Uh, since you are leading... Yeah, I'll let you a wide pick. margin. Well, I'll, I'll, no, 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 no. You, want, you, want you haven't gotten it right yet. <laughs> okay, so, all right, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Um, I think what... I, I kind of want to go with that that uh, Sunday night game. I think that's a good way to Dallas cap, New off, Orleans. cap off the uh, the little week four competition here. I'm going to go. I have Dallas minus three. You have New Orleans plus three. So after Sunday, we'll know. Um, You've not beaten me yet head to head. Have I not? No. Well, oh, that's not surprising actually. Because <laughs> the one game I lose last week was the was the head to head. head, -to -head. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I got a. Hey, it's a it's a it's a game it's a numbers game here. <laughs> Percentages. I gotta win one of them eventually, so maybe it'll be this week. But uh, yeah, so I'll just give a quick rundown of our locks. Yep. Max, you're on Baltimore minus seven. I'm on Houston minus four. You're also on Seattle minus five. I'm on Green Bay minus five. And then our head-to-head -head matchup, you're on Dallas at minus three, and I'm on New Orleans plus three. Okay, so I'm going heavy favorites here. You got the two favorites plus the uh, the dogs as the underdog on Sunday night, which that might be a game that I'm I might actually mm -hmm. uh, be able to stay up for. You know, on the East Coast here, the games don't end till midnight, so if you have anything to do early Monday, it's kind of tough. You're literally starting your day probably at. I know I get up at like ten, and I'm already watching the pregame. Yeah, shows. well, you work you work <laughs> nights, so that's it's uh, a different story for you. But so I, I go from ten p.m. Now, 10 a.m. to about 1 a.m. just watching. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's tough on it's the a, East Coast. It's a tough life. It's a tough life out here. But uh, So those were the locks. 
Um, so that's the week four rundown. Those are our picks. Hopefully we can do a little bit better uh, this week. I know this this was the first week that you've kind of... I mean, this was your first week under 500, but you were 7-9. and nine, So overall, you're still in the positive um, through three weeks, correct? Yeah. Um, I think you went 10-6 the first week. For the link week, office so. pool, yeah. Link office pool, I'm still 11-4 and four overall. I went 2-3 okay. and three this week, so I mean, it wasn't great, but... You're still I'm, I'm on these games, I think. Yeah, yeah, and it's. It, I got screwed by the New England not covering the Sinton interception. Yeah, I mean that 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 uh, definitely plays a role. But mm-hmm. the, um, I mean, the fact is, is that, you know, what were you? You were uh, nine and one through the first two weeks. Yes. So you got to imagine that <laughs> eventually it's gonna slow down a little bit. You're not gonna be able to go nine and you know. <laughs> Five and zero, four and one every week. Uh, as much as we would like that, but um, the goal is not to just get destroyed like <laughs> I did. You know. Yeah, you want to. Your wanna, bad weeks, you want to be five hundred. Yeah, exactly. So, I think you're like you said. You're pretty much on this right now. Uh, for I'm missing something apparently, mm-hmm. but hopefully we get it figured out and uh, and we'll move forward to the uh, week five, past the quarter point in the season. And we'll have a better idea of, like you said, what we're expecting from each team. So um, that's what we have for you today. What we have coming up, we mentioned it last week. Uh, we're going to do a, a mini episode on Saturday. Yes, with some hockey preview. We're going to preview the upcoming NHL season. So that's purely going to be a guest-oriented <laughs> show. We're going to have uh, our, our hockey... Uh, our hockey guru on uh, big uh, his name is Eric big big uh, Rangers. Rangers fan but he you know follows everything mm-hmm. hockey so we'll talk to him a little bit and uh, get his takes do some futures for the upcoming season before it starts up and uh, and then we're gonna have our interview finally we're mm-hmm. gonna have our interview with Trent it's been um, you know like we said schedules have been kind of out of whack and uh, so we're gonna have him on uh, to kind of finish up that uh, that Saturday mini episode and then get that out to you guys before the season starts. So we'll talk to Trent, do a little Q&A type thing and uh, pick his brain about what he what he's seen so far with the uh, NFL season. So um, so that's what we have looking, looking forward to Saturday. And uh, we hope that uh, you guys take a look at our picks. You know, check us out on iTunes and Podbean at Squaring Up the Sharp. And then you want to throw out the Twitters? It's it's at uh, Square the Sharp. Square the Sharp is the uh, Twitter. And at Link Sports to follow. At Link Sports as well. And then we're also now listed on the Link Sports website, lynqsports.com. Uh, check that out. We have a Under the Shows tab. It'll, it'll show you the links right there of how you can listen to us. So make sure to check that out. Check out the website for their free content. They've got some good stuff. And, uh, you know, obviously we're looking forward to week four. Hopefully we can, uh, well, for you, you can keep it rolling. For me, I can get on the right track. It's got to happen sometime. It's embarrassing. 17 and 30 overall, which is just a joke. <laughs> but, uh, you know, hopefully this is uh, the the point of uh, where I can kind of move forward from all this. So. So we look forward to week five, and uh, again, look out for us on Podbean and iTunes at Squaring Up the Sharp.
and uh, at on Twitter at Square the Sharp. So we will see you on Saturday. Make sure to look out for that. And here's to squaring up the sharp. <laughs>